0: Log Talk Radio. Eastern Airlines will be taking off for New York with Eastern's Transcon, four times a day. Only Eastern reserves every single seat in Cabin 2 just for discount travelers. For a very low $149 each way on a round trip, you can fly clear across the USA. Just reserve and buy your ticket at least seven days in advance and stay a Friday night. You'll get full coach service and something more. New York, Eastern's Transcon. Neighborhood Street, handle bars, bicycle seats, a house full of love, a great place to grow once upon a long time ago. If only I could go back again to my The people I know From once upon A long time ago I'll never fly off to Neverland I'll never travel in time All I can do is the best I can go there my mind So I Close my eyes Imagine I'm there Hide and seek Musical chairs, Hot summer night And the cool winter snow From once Upon
1: A long time Ago
0: as I look back on roads I've crossed Traveling down memory lane But without all of those that i loved and lost Life is not the same For all the good times I can recall to all I've loved, God bless you all. The happiest moments that I'll ever know were once upon a long time ago.
1: airlines radio hour and once upon a long time ago and i never get tired of hearing the words of that song because it does remind us of our days with eastern got uh, our host today are up in new york and down in atlanta and i'm here neil holland in jacksonville st augustine area and uh, let's go up to new york and say hello to mike scott mike how are you doing
2: yeah, uh, we're doing good. I'm sitting in the air conditioning because it's supposed to get to 83, going going up to 88, and uh, with the humidity about the same. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so it's going to be a little a little bit uncomfortable
1: outside today. Well, I'm sure those people out in the west out there would enjoy temperatures in the 80s. Uh, I think their ch- temperatures have been what in the hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Not- Just about anywhere on the West Coast out there, you'll find temperatures above 100, and every once in a while it'll even shut down an airliner from flying, from taking off. Uh, Has that ever happened to you? It happened to me one time, Jim Holder. Happened to me in Phoenix, Arizona.
3: Yeah, I had, uh, well, I should have probably shut down twice, but we took off both times, scared the hell out of us. Las Vegas, (laughs) uh, out of Las Vegas to Atlanta would have 114 degrees, I think, and a strong crosswind from the left. And we used every foot of that 11,000 foot runway. And, wow. Uh, Taking off to the west. And uh, my son Mike, uh, that was his, he rode a pass out there, as a layover in Reno, because he had graduated from college finally. And uh, he couldn't really ride a pass anymore. But I told him I'd take him one more on this. And he was sitting in the first class on the window side. And he said when he saw that 12,000-foot bar go by and we still were rolling, he said, I ain't a pilot, but I know there's something wrong here, you know. But we got her in the air, I'll tell you. You know, we had to hold back on number two on takeoff, but we got Boom. some airspeed so we wouldn't get a compressor stall in addition to all of our other problems. But we got everybody on board. I think we had about 100 people, and 101 probably we wouldn't have made it. I don't know. And the other one was out of Midway. You know, every takeoff in the summertime I'm out of Midway. <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: yeah, I was well, going I to Phoenix the, uh, out of there. I you know,
3: stopped the to Phoenix out of Midway in the middle of the summer. Now that yeah. was exciting to me. And
2: how yeah, about a you, few Mike? Oh yeah, well I had. Uh, we used to worry about going out of Kuwait all the time, and uh, it was always nip and tuck. And also, uh, I know I had a couple times on Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. And the thing I was worried about there was the uh, was not so much the temperature because they had long runways there and there was no obstacles of course except the desert and uh, you would use all of the runway out there. But I I worried about the the tires you know blowing the tire.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I worried about it. had a long taxi and then a long takeoff run in that temperature. So I used to once we got off the off the ground I'd leave that gear hanging out for
1: a long time let them, let everything cool off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think the uh categories uh transport categories the limit of temperature limitation is 120 and that's what stopped us in Phoenix. Uh, not in right. Phoenix mm-hmm. but in El Paso. I want to say Phoenix but it was El Paso. And um, mm-hmm. uh and and we had to delay it until a little bit later in the afternoon and it cooled off a little bit and but it was hot, mm-hmm. god it was hot.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Back, yeah, back
2: no. in those days no nobody had uh, any GPS or any of that stuff to record any of that stuff. Yeah. Nobody all these onboard computers that tells everything that's going on. Yeah. It's kinda like, you know, yeah. we'd all look around at all three six sets of eyeballs in the in the cockpit and say, Well, we going or we staying? I said, Well, <laughs> let's go for it
1: If
2: <laughs> it <laughs> ain't a Boeing, we ain't going
1: there you go yeah well yeah i bet midway was a fun airport to operate out of jim i never did operate the bad part
3: about that day and thank god i had a real good co-pilot uh his uh, his uncle was a eastern captain and uh this young guy he ends up he's a northwest check airman probably chief pilot now but it was his leg, and thank God, because he was steady as the rock of Gibraltar, but we had to take off on 3-1, and the wind was out of the southwest because mm-hmm. uh, the runway 2-2 two, two was closed, so we had to use 3-1 with the crosswind and
4: the yeah. temperature
3: and everything, and uh, we got it in the air, and, of course, we were going out across those houses. And, uh, and I looked over at him, and he could just see sweat coming down his face. I said, "You're doing good. You're doing good." We made a 25 degree takeoff, and we finally got enough speed to go to 15, and we were home free then. Yeah. But uh, I told yeah. him it's a good thing he was there because I couldn't have done it. But he's young, young guy like that, he could hack it.
1: Yeah, I, I remember on holy the
3: 100.
2: Eye,
1: holy eyeballs! Holy eyeballs pinned on the on the VSI. you know i remember the 100 series when we first got them and 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 then they stretched it and they they still had the same engines what we used to call them the lead
4: sleds. Mm -hmm.
1: you roll out atlanta and you take off and by golly your wheels lifted off at the end of the runway and uh, well you know you they were really puckered on those (laughs) takeoffs
3: At ATA, we had dash 18 engines, so that made a big difference, I'll tell you. Yeah, we could have yeah. never done it with a 13. 100 or certainly not with a lead sled, you know, yeah. those, those engines, but, uh, but we made it. And yeah. the, the, the clock moves on. <laughs> yeah. Here what we you are, three old guys talking two's. about.
1: No, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jim.
3: I just say now with just three old guys in there approaching eighty or in our 80s, just reliving the past and not boring anybody. Yeah, exactly. Shouldn't have to get on the radio. Hopefully we're boring <laughs> somebody listening. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put old Frank Sinatra on our first uh, little vinyl here and spin this record, and and he wants us to go flying. So uh, let's let's hear it, Frank. Yeah. Come fly
5: with me, come fly, we'll fly away. If you can use some exotic booze there's a bar and bar bomb base come on, fly with me, we'll fly, we'll fly away. Once I get you up there, where the air is rarefied, we'll just glide starry-eyed. Once I get you up there, I'll be holding you so very near, you might even hear a gang of angels cheer just because we're together, weather-wise, it's such a lovely day. Why say the words and we'll beat those birds down to a a bay? It is perfect for flying honeymoon. They say, come on, fly with me, we'll fly, we'll fly. Pack up, let's fly away. And don't tell your mama.
1: Guess, sir, that's the song after my own heart uh, some
4: yeah. booze and
1: bombay there you go yeah. and I can't wait to get you up there there you go great great lyrics in that song yeah because yeah. only frank could do it do you remember the rat pack anybody name all the members of the rat pack
3: oh uh, i don't think Dean Martin I and
1: sammy davis and Peter yeah, Lawford yeah. was involved with it at one Peter time. Peter Lawford and Joey Bishop. Remember Joey Bishop? Joey Bishop, that's yep. right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And Rat Pack and Dean Martin, yeah. Yeah, a good group. And uh, uh, some of them, I don't know what they were doing in it. Peter Lawford and uh, Joey Bishop, I don't think they were singers. And uh, But Dean... Well, a lot of them uh, used
2: to... Uh, they used to, uh, one of the first hotels that they had in Las Vegas was the Riviera Hotel, and that's where they used to hang around at for the most.
6: Ah.
2: And I forgot, I think Dean Martin actually owned that. I'm trying to recall now because mm. later on my uh, my old boss, when I flew with uh, uh, Pia Zadora and her husband, uh, Mishul Amriklas, he was the owner of the Riviera Hotel all the years that I worked for him. And, of course, it's been torn down now. But uh, I think
1: that was one of their big uh, hangouts that they had there. Yeah. You know, I was uh, on Yahoo earlier today, and I was reading some information about uh, the shortage of uh, manpower for the airlines, and it seems to be that way in just about any industry. Matter of fact, I was telling you guys before we got on the air, we're we reserved a motel up there about a month ago in North Carolina up in the mountains. Uh, my wife sold a piece of property, and we're going up to close it out. And I got a call from them yesterday canceling uh, my reservations. And And she said the reason they were canceling is because they couldn't get any help to run the motel. So they were closing it down, period. And uh, so I had to go look, look elsewhere, and I did happen to find a house that uh, – I got from Airbnb. Have any of you guys ever rented a Airbnb facility no, or a cottage? No, no, I have no, not. No.
4: I have well, not I either. think
1: it's I think it's the way to go because well, we were. I got uh, Emery Martinelli, who uh, you guys remember was my my tech, a high tech here on a radio show, and he's he kind of chauffeurs me around now. I don't do I don't do too much driving. Of course, my wife can't drive, so. He's taking us up there, so I had two rooms, and golly peeps, it was about $90 a day um, at this little motel, and it was kind of like one of these little old motels you see, uh, and not even a half a star rated. <laughs> so, uh, But at any rate, I went to Airbnb, and I got this house, and it's two bedrooms, two baths, kitchen, living room, a beautiful porch overlooking the mountains. And I got that for a hundred dollars a day, just a little bit more than what you would pay. That's a hundred dollars a day. Now I had, I'm paying his motel room uh, up there, and so he actually came out better than renting a uh, renting two rooms. And uh, so, and then then we booked. My wife's got her '66 uh, high school reunion coming up in North Carolina in September, so I did the same thing with that, and we got a beautiful place. Uh, up in the mountains again in in her hometown. And um, so I think that's the way to go, these Airbnbs. Sounds like
3: it. The only only thing I know about them is I've read some cases where they rented out to people they wished they hadn't rented them out to that really crashed the place. I don't know how many that was, but that would be something that I would really be worried about (laughs) if I was uh, going to go into that business.
1: Jim, they got a comment that when you make your reservations, what is the purpose of your, of your reservation? your it on spring break? 66 <laughs> High School Reunion. I don't think they're going to have to worry too much about that. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, oh, golly. Well, anyhow, I was getting back to what I wanted to say is about the pilot shortage, and it all happened with the, the shortage of just about all... I, even McDonald's is up to $11 an hour down here in Florida paying people to turn hamburgers. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people are just not going back to work now. They just, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, the, Yahoo said that there would be 3,000 p- pilots retiring annually in just a couple uh-huh. of years, in 2015, three or four years, rather. And um, less than a year ago, they were offering generous early Retirement bonus packages.
3: Yeah, and Delta about
1: fifteen hundred of them took it too.
3: Whole bunch of Delta guys did.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then TSA's traffic has increased seventy five percent of what it was doing before the uh, pandemic. And um, then the military is training fewer pilots. They're not turning them out. Hell, I guess they. Do you have to be? I guess you have to be pilot qualified to operate a drone, don't you?
3: Uh, I, no, I don't you know, don't. but I think it would help a lot.
2: You have to, yeah. you have to, you know, kind of pay, you have to, uh, to those drones, you have to, uh, you have to be able to pass like, almost like a private pilot written for, uh, to get your uh, rating for that as a, as a, they call a small unmanned, unmanned, uh, something or other
1: vehicle. <coughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's,
2: you don't need to be a pilot to do it though
1: yeah well I'm thinking about uh, getting me a flight simulator I, I I saw a report on the latest version of that application I used to have it years ago and uh, the the uh, the scenery now that it provides you know when you when you have one of these flight simulator games it's so real looking and uh, so I bet it would be fun to operate even uh, a video flight, different types of airplanes, and, of course, the yeah. airliners they have and small airplanes. So anyhow, I don't know whether to made me as a drone pilot. I gave a drone that uh my grandson gave me for Christmas. I gave it to my son. I couldn't fly it. So I told him when he went back out, yeah. he visited us, and he went back to San Francisco. I said, here, take this thing with you. <laughs> yeah, never attempted it myself. <laughs> and then speaking of mechanics, uh, Mike, you were a mechanic. There's a shortage, yeah. a tremendous shortage of people going into maintenance, air, aircraft maintenance. Yeah. And uh, well, I saw it's just, that. Uh,
2: like I had mentioned, I guess, quite a while back on something we did on one of the shows, uh, you know, with the uh, guys with licensed mechanics. Uh, it's going to, with all of the electronics in these airplanes and the composite materials that they use uh, to, to build them and everything else, it's, uh, this, uh, an A&P mechanic is uh, is pretty general. It's going to have to be almost like a pilot's license fairly soon where you get a type rating uh, to work on certain types of materials or electronics because it's uh, there's no way that an A&P mechanic that's right out of school or something can go out and, and work on all of this stuff because, as yeah. we uh, as we all know, as soon as you get a new type of a license, it's just a learner's permit anyway. Yeah. But that's, mm-hmm. it's pretty broad uh, as a mechanic, as just an A&P mechanic. They're going to well, have to start uh, categorizing it.
1: Well, with the jets and uh, uh, the airlines, I looked up the basic salary, uh, what You could expect to earn as an airline mechanic, and it's going between seventy-four, almost seventy-five thousand to ninety-seven thousand dollars, and with an with an average of about eighty-five, almost eighty-six thousand dollars a year. I think that's pretty good money. Money. I don't know whether that's considered uh, good earnings, but it sounds like it's good to me.
2: It's pretty good when I started at Eastern. Yeah, I was making I was making three dollars and fifty four cents an hour in the, uh, IAM yeah. union pay. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Jim, I think I think the highest we ever saw it in you know in the airplanes we flew was somewhere around 110000 dollars a year.
3: Mm-hmm. Now I wonder what I they're went paying. over a one
1: time, one yeah. time. Yeah, I, I was hitting one ten, and that was. Uh, when I was on the Airbus, and that was that was pretty good pay.
2: And um yeah, I, I remember my dad having an argument with my mother one time, uh, and it was back probably in the early '60s, '61 somewhere <laughs> in there, '62. Uh, a usual argument going on about money, and then he he mentioned something about he says. uh why don't you go out and make thirty-two thousand dollars a year? And that's what he was making <laughs> yes. as a captain at Eastern. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's
1: exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I remember, and I, I remember uh, telling my wife it's one day, when I was, if I ever got on with the airline, I'd be making about thirty thousand twenty-five or thirty thousand dollars a year as a captain. Yeah,
2: well, I, mean, I ever made I it.
1: Mean, it's, yeah.
2: As a mechanic, as the guys were breaking my chops. They said, hey, boy, you man. You make $12,000 a year. You can afford anything. <laughs> yeah. you know,
3: well, Neil, you remembered we were on straight salary the first two years.
4: That's right.
3: My uh, yeah. third year, I was uh, in New York. I had to serve that year you know, your sentence up there. And I was in <laughs> New York, and I went on th- third-year pay as an electropilot engineer, and it was $1,003. And I said, wow. "Man, I didn't know there was that much money in the world." <laughs> <laughs> you zoomed a
1: happy. Yeah, full cut.
3: thirty. Of, yeah. Well.
1: <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna put a song yeah. to all this. Let's let's listen to this next one.
5: I remember when I was a lad, time to hard. And was back, there was silver lining. Behind every cloud Just four people, that's all we were Trying to make a living out of black land We'd get together in a family circle Singing loud Daddy sang bass
6: mama sang
4: today. Me and little brother would join right in there
5: Cause singing seems to help a troubled soul One of these days it won't be long I'll rejoin them in a song I'm going to join the family circle at the throne. Oh, no, the circle won't be broken. By and by, Lord, by and by. Daddy, sing baby. Yes. Mama, thank you. In the sky, Lord, in the sky. I remember afterward, Mama would call in all of us. You could hear us singing for a country mile Now little brother's done gone on But I'll be showing him in a song We'll be together again up yonder in a little while Daddy you sing
4: bass Mama, thank you
5: Me and little brother, we're so crying Our singing seems to help the troubled soul I'm going to join the family circle at Detroit.
2: 1968. It reminds me of Hee Haw for some strange reason.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't know. I got a memory that we may have talked about this before, but when Johnny Cash's wife died, he was in bad health. And about two months later, he died, if I recall correctly. But they had an hour TV show on him uh, in that time period where she had died and before he died. And I had that on my recorder and I was watched it once and I was going to watch it again and somehow I had lost it. And I I keep keep looking for that. If anybody ever can find that that special on Johnny Cash uh was made, you know, between the time his wife died and he died. And it was That's probably talking to him uh, if you google it you might be
2: there. able to find
3: it. Yeah, I've tried. It's never worked so far. Oh, yeah, okay. But uh, I think my camcorder broke or not camcorder. My VCR broke or something. I had to get another one, and that's how I lost it. Did they play that that's song that we just played uh, on that special? I think they probably did, yeah. they. They. It was more him talking and walking, and I remember they went out uh, looking at the field like an afternoon, wintertime, and the wind was blowing, and his hair was blowing, and the it's just what all he was saying and talking about his life. And it was really heartwarming just to watch that and how much he loved her. And, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. he didn't, and, and, and he knew his time was short and it was, I mean, it was less than a month later he died. But uh, yeah, he's one of my favorite singers, man.
1: Yeah. When I was script writing and we were doing a uh, role playing, uh, I wrote a, a script about Johnny Cash being on on my airplane, a300, and mm-hmm. not the only thing that uh, was not true was the fact that he wasn't on the airplane. The rest of the story was true. Where I had to go to an alternate, and every airline and flying to the East Coast had all had all reported in <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, couldn't mm-hmm. get gas. We had to sit there and sit there and wait for fuel. But everybody Mm. going to Atlanta was diverted to Birmingham, and boy, you talking about that field having airplanes on it. Good, golly. I'll never forget that. Mm. So I just decided to put Johnny Cash on the airplane (laughs) and wrote it into the script, (laughs) and it was a a good one. The guys, the the hosts that were with me and took part in that one, uh, they did a good job of that. I'll have to see if I can find that one day and rerun it again.
3: Well, that's the same one that I think I told everybody that uh, Johnny Cash got on my 727 in Nashville yeah. flying yeah. to Atlanta, and he had just got out of the hospital from that bad car wreck, and his yeah. face was all messed up, and he had braces and such, and it, it just really looked weird. And I said, well, I think that's Johnny Cash, you know, <laughs> and then I heard read later <laughs> because I was standing there in the galley, and he walked in, and, He's real gaunt looking like he'd lost a lot of weight. And he had all that stuff on his face. You know, was, the bones were healing, I guess. But uh, that was a long time ago. That was. Yeah,
1: but you actually 70. had him on the airplane. Mine was yes, fake I did. news. <laughs> I, didn't
3: to, I didn't have fake news. <laughs> but well, hey, uh, we weren't entertaining can, anybody.
1: Now you can say you invented fake news.
2: Yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We all had some interesting people in, during our the years flying airplanes, of course. And uh, yeah. that's another show in itself. Well, let's listen to another one of my favorite singers, uh, a group of singers. And one of them passed away uh, not too long ago. So let's listen to a little bit of Night Fever. The Bee Gees, yeah, and yeah, what year? About what year? Our decade? The late sixties oh. or the early seventies?
3: Seventies, yeah. 77. Oh, yeah, I'm looking oh, at it. Late. Mm-hmm. And you know, it...
1: we call this music of Eastern, and by golly, it was the greatest music. I think that uh, the, the years that we worked in the sixties and the seventies. Uh, just wonderful uh, groups of singers, and the, the disco came along about that time, and just great mm-hmm. music. What, what else could it you was. say about that song, Jim?
3: Well, I I went to Boston uh, right before the Big Blizzard hit, and Night Fever was playing on the radio, and I drove my little red rabbit up there, and I listened to that song all the way up there. <laughs> they just kept playing it <laughs> over and over and over, <laughs> and I get up there, and... <laughs> and I actually went to see the movie while I was up there in Boston. So you're you you probably right on the dance floor
1: it. with John Travolta.
3: There <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> I have bell-bottom pants and everything, man. I look good. Get up there. Get on the dance floor <laughs> with the sweat hog. Yeah, yeah i tell you, if you got a southern accent and you go up to Boston, you know, you're going to be popular with ladies. Oh. <laughs> you know, no, matter, no matter how ugly you are. Or, or <laughs> they love your accent. Or if you're
1: a gal and you've got a Boston accent, you'll be you be
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, popular
1: in Georgia. <laughs> well, maybe
2: I yeah. have to try it yeah. out in New York. You know, the New York women are tougher <laughs> than the nickel steak. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking
1: of that, speaking of that, I don't know, uh, Mike. You may not have played over much in New York City. Uh, I think Jim and I have spent some time walking walking Broadway. Yes, walkway.
3: sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, uh,
1: do you remember Jim uh, walking down, uh, uh, I guess uh, Broadway? Uh, what's the name of that street? Seventh uh, Seventh Avenue or Eighth Avenue? Street. Yeah, but don't street you remember street. looking in uh, the windows of these restaurants and seeing those steaks <laughs> being grilled right out, right mm-hmm. out there, you know, behind the window? And they were cheap steaks. Yeah. They were like a steak dinner for about a $1. dollar $1.75 or a dollar.
2: Yeah. <laughs> steak,
1: you would say, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'll God. tell you the truth. I was not
3: looking for a steak. I was looking for a hot frost drami and a pickle and a, and a big old mug of cold beer. And I'll tell you, that oh, yeah. made flying in New York worth it. Yeah, I did not say thank for that
2: you, I could at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, boy, they Oof, a hot pastrami sandwich and a big beer.
1: There and you
3: And, go. A, and a, like a flies of pickle.
1: Oh, oh man. God! Yeah. Well. Yeah, there was some good eating in New York. That's for sure. Uh yes, You sir. know, talking yes, to George Dan, I was telling him all you know over the years that George had hosted with us. Uh, I recall some of the places that I used to eat in New York and. And he said, unfortunately, he didn't spend that much time in the city. And I don't guess you guys most, do. You don't ever get over people, there, do you, Mike? Most people
2: that live on the island, they, it, it, uh, going into New York City was a fate worse than death. I
1: hated <laughs> yes. going into
2: the. I hated going into Manhattan. Yeah. Well, you didn't
1: have to take your car. You just ride a subway in from where you guys are. Oh, well, yeah. you could
2: take the train, the subway, and all of that. But uh, train, that was, yeah. You know, to me, I just it was too. I got so tired of the the horns blowing and the cabs and the confusion Mm
1: -hmm. and the the crowds Mm -hmm. and everything else. I didn't like Mm -hmm. it. I just hated it. Well, I've told the story about me being invited to my aunt and uncle's house up there in Baldwin, New York. And she had prepared me a wonderful pot roast, and hers was the best in the world. And um, my mother's sister, and uh, he was a Pan American. He was a maintenance supervisor in Pan Am, kind of like what... Uh, Chuck says he was with Eastern, and uh, but at any rate, I got on the wrong train and I wound up on the end of Long Island all the way. It was an express <laughs> train, no stops along the way.
2: No, you <laughs> took the Montauk Bullet. Montauk Bullet, Silver Bullet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They used to call it the Montauk Bullet because it didn't matter. (laughs) Well, fortunately, the last train running back where I wanted to go uh, was uh, not too far behind when I got off. I had one martini, I think, at a bar right there at the stop. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, God, those were the days. Gee. Well, let's let's play one one more here. Let's see if you remember this one here. Let's go to Phoenix.
7: By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. She'll find the note I left hanging on her door She'll laugh when she reads the part that says I'm leaving Cause I've left that girl so many times before By the time I make Albuquerque She'll be working She'll probably stop at lunch And give me a call But she'll just hear that phone Keep on ringing off the wall That's all By the time I make Oklahoma She'll be sleeping She'll turn softly Call my name out outlaw Cry just to think I'd really leave her Though time and time I've tried to tell her so She just didn't know I would really
4: go
1: me of laying over in Scottsdale, your hometown, Mike Scott, Scottsdale, Arizona, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And uh, taking uh, the first time we laid over there, uh, they took us to this hotel. I think it was the Double Tree. Do you remember that, Jim, laying over in Phoenix, Phoenix, Scottsdale?
3: I do. I certainly do, yes. Uh-huh. Did you
1: happen to get the driver that uh, liked to take a scenic tour before we got to the hotel? and he oh, told us about it that. he says now you guys uh if you won't i can take you on a little scenic tour it only take just a few minutes uh um uh, uh, delaying getting you to the hotel and uh we said yeah well he's going to show us well he didn't tell us and it was dusk mm-hmm. the sun was going down and he took us up this mountain or we didn't go up the mountain but at the base of the mountain that uh was there in Scottsdale, and he took us around the, uh, the side of that mountain. And he knew about the time that the sun was going to set. And uh, sure enough, he said, who do you see there? And sure enough, we saw the silhouette of Abraham Lincoln. Never forget really? that. But, uh, yeah. On that mountain. Now, I forgot the name of the mm. mountain, but it's a popular mm. uh, uh, Interesting, scene. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but, uh, any, you guys ever fly Glen Camel anywhere?
3: Not, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I thought you were going to tell me you saw the green flash, uh, <laughs> the green flash, green the, what? the green flash, What's that's that? a whole different story. Don't let me get you on, on, <laughs> on something. you never heard of the green flash. Oh no, yeah. Tell
1: me about it. Tell me about it. I won't sleep tonight. Well, I've seen it twice.
3: Once I was in Key West, and and it, it, it on a clear evening, everybody would go down to the pier and watch the sunset and the sunset and the sunset. And just as it's fixing to disappear, just for a millisecond, there's a green flash. And I saw it. Mm-hmm. And I saw, on the horizon. I'm going to L.A. Going to L.A. Now I looked a lot of times. I didn't see it. <laughs> Believe me. But going to yeah. L.A. Uh, late one evening on a beautiful, clear day, and we had the flight attendant up. We were talking about the green flash. And so the captain called up this flight attendant, and I guess he liked her or something, and said, we're going to see the green flash, because Jim Holder told us we can see the green flash. <laughs> and we just <laughs> stared and stared, and at the same time, we all said, I saw it. And it's just that <laughs> quick. It's called yeah. the green flash. You know, you can Google it. Think, I ain't
2: making up this story. No, it's true. I'm going to Google it. It's, 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 <laughs> I saw, I it. I saw about only, it only once. I only saw it you once. I saw it, it when we were in. in now, where do
1: you in, see in, it? In, in the air or on the horizon? No,
2: right on the horizon? The horizon.
1: Right on the
3: horizon. Uh, the very Just at the very instant, it has to be a real clear day. It has to be a real clear evening. And you see that green flash, and it is like one millisecond. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, uh my fellow guy here saw it and then backed me up. <laughs> That's right. It,
2: we were in so uh, during the during the Olympics, during the yeah. Olympics in 2004. Uh we were we dropped everybody off in Athens and they wouldn't let us park there because of the uh congestion, so we had to move to this island of Limnos, which was about 125 miles uh north uh almost due north North, well, actually, northwest of Athens, and we spent a whole week up there. And we watched wow. it every night. We 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 would watch it, and one night we saw it. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be perfect to see it.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's so, just. Uh, a,
2: and it, how, of, how
1: how wide is it, guys? Is it just a, all the way across the horizon?
2: To...
3: No, 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 it's no. just a little green. Right at right at the instant the sun disappeared, you'll see a. Yep. A, a, a little green. It's the way it hits the atmosphere. The sun rays, hits the atmosphere. Uh, it, you you got to be sort of lucky to see it. I've seen, looked for it a lot of times. I didn't see it, but I, I did see it twice. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'll have Does to. Does any of uh, you
2: guys remember uh, going into Phoenix? We had a lot of trips into Phoenix when well, I used to fly stateside, but I forgot what one way it was. The one that lands to the north, and uh, that was the one that always had the sinker in there. You had a yeah. little sinker short final? Because I know when I mm. as soon as I came in there, I, I got used to that. As, as soon as just started to look out the window on in daytime, you could see the little dirt devils, sand devils out there. Mm. And that's As soon as you went across the highway, I knew I had to add power right there because you're going to get the sinker if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't remember that. <laughs> Maybe I was on the either. table. I didn't notice it. I don't Every either. time I used to get us, and if I, the other guys were, one of the other guys was flying. I always thought you got to
1: add a little power right here.
4: <laughs>
1: you know, There's I used to land on an air, I used to land a seven twenty seven on an aircraft carrier. And uh, in the simulator? That's what it, that, no, that's what it looked like when you came into Charleston, West Virginia, and landed. Oh, oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Do you oh, remember God, that? God, yes, yes. <laughs> well, it's... <Yes. laughs> It's the same, uh, we used to go to, uh, uh, for maintenance down to Cecil Airport in uh, Jacksonville down there. Yeah. And they, have, they have one, they have a big long runway and they have the intersecting runway, which is, yeah. it's kind of set up like an aircraft carrier. At the lights, there's nothing on there. Yeah. Hardly anything for training. And yeah. we went in there at night one time and the guys were saying, yeah, it looks like a carrier landed coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And sure you enough, know, we, you, we we inquired about. It. I said, "Well, yeah, they leave it like that for all the Navy guys." To
4: Navy train. guys, <laughs> you, remember, said, well, you remember? I said, "Well, I guess we landed
2: on a carrier tonight." Yeah,
1: you,
3: watch you, you? remember Streitlmeier, don't you? Yeah,
1: yeah. Larry St- Streitlmeier. Yeah.
3: No, Streitlmeier used to, He was the chief pilot. Uh, I think at one time he was the chief pilot in Atlanta. I don't. Know I know think he was or just or a check.
1: Yeah, Chuck here. I think Larry. Larry. Yeah, but I I
3: used. I flew over the old street a lot, and we went into Charleston. Charlie West, on time of 727, it scared him. And he said, I ain't going to do this no more, Jim. For the rest of the month, I landed in Charleston. going through <laughs> the smart, it scared him. You have to know this guy. Uh, yeah, street uh, was, uh, tall. He, he was got, a tall guy. Yeah, he was a
1: good guy.
4: Yeah,
3: he was good a, a good guy, boy. Just a lot of fun to fly. A lot against. of fun.
4: I ain't and, doing this and, no yes, more.
3: <laughs>
2: I do. I have a no, I have a video. I have a video that was taken of that approach that night. A guy did it on some kind of a special thing and I, I have it on my mm-hmm. computer but I can't send it to anybody. Yeah. I've been yeah. after him mm-hmm. to get so I could do it so I can send it to people when we and it was a rainy night too and we can't went, we came, went mm-hmm. in there it was it was, visibility wasn't all that bad but uh I had an Air mm-hmm. Force pilot in the right hand seat and uh and he he was mentioning something about a carrier landing in there, but
4: yeah. it pretty
2: good. It was a pretty good video. And if yeah, I could ever get that, uh, if I could ever get that where I could send it to somebody, I'd send it over. Yeah. You guys take a look at it; you get a kick out of it. Well, well if well, you want to go to
3: Charleston West or Huntington, you want to do it in Electra, and I've done there it, it both airports in yeah. an Electra and a seven twenty seven. Electra makes it a hell of a lot better.
1: Because yeah, it, makes it most anything it's better. stop on the dime. Yeah. Right, yeah. five cents, mm-hmm. five cents change. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was a remarkable <laughs> airplane as far as landing. Uh, you know, you remember uh, the the Birmingham circuit breaker on the no, electromechanical holder. So. You never knew about that. I
3: don't, no, I don't think I, so. I
1: think I think I mentioned it on one of our shows. They had a circuit breaker that uh, people would pull to, to not get the horn on the seven two, and. Uh, and uh, Bill Abraham was landing, and he landed gear up uh, the Electra.
3: Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: think you probably didn't heard do. of that. Yeah, he and it was. They pulled a circuit breaker, and they, they didn't hear the warning sound. Nobody yeah. called three green, three green lights, and uh, that was called the Birmingham. After that, it was called the Birmingham Breaker, oh, okay, or something yeah. like that.
3: Bill Abraham, well, the, I will Bill Abraham here in Atlanta. Yeah, our Bill Abraham.
1: They hush that up. Yeah,
3: I never heard that. Yeah, oh, boy, one they of your meetings.
1: See if see if you uh, can find anybody to verify that at one of your luncheons. Yeah.
3: Oh boy! Well, I, I can't verify it. That's
1: for sure. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of your luncheons, you. how are they going? Pretty good in Atlanta. Well,
3: we had one. We had one, and we had a pretty good turnout. We had bad weather came in, and and uh, I think it scared a few people away. And Carrie, I talked her into going, so at, I know when the ladies come, it cuts down on some of our jokes. But we, <laughs> so we didn't. Gary's probably heard them all anyhow, but uh, she was the only lady there. I think we had 20 people show up. Well, that's good. It's uh, a good crowd. So yeah. We're going to do it again, second Tuesday of uh, next month. Yeah, Very good. Well, I can't get over one the, this about Bill Abraham.
1: Yeah, the Abraham switch is what they called it, uh, the, the breaker, rather. And um, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive it was Bill Abraham. I, I've heard that story so many times. And um, I'm surprised you yeah, hadn't like, heard it. So Well, like, I haven't heard hear about you anybody landing
3: an electric gear up in Birmingham or anywhere
2: else.
1: Well, it might have. Uh, I'm almost positive. Who like Hoot the
2: circuit breaker on a 727, right? <laughs>
1: Either that he landed or he had to go around. I'm not sure which one, but uh, at any rate, check yeah. it out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You say it was an okay.
1: Electra or 727? I believe it was the Electra. I'm almost positive it was an Electra.
3: No, I well, I, if I you realize that at the last minute, with one foot above the runway, you could still go around. You yeah. have
1: instant power,
3: you know. Yeah.
1: Well, that might have been that He had to go around, but uh, but at any rate, mm. the, they, it was it was attributed to Bill Abraham because we used to. I remember it was called the Bill A- the Abraham. Well, I'll breaker.
3: I'll talk uh, to Paul Kelly. I bet he'd remember. I bet
1: Paul, know, Paul would remember him. that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's living with alive. his daughter now. I talked to him on the phone. Oh, he's 90. He told me. I think he said he's 94 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Paul and I had a lot in common because he was a brand new chief pilot and I was a brand new <laughs> uh, union rep and we we he we had a guy that uh, was convicted of stabbing, uh, was going to stab somebody, and it was his uh, it's the, it's your first termination. It's my first termination. And we <laughs> talked about that, and we had the hearing, and the guy that was terminated called me from Oklahoma City the night before and wished me luck. And I said, good God, you're supposed to be here tomorrow morning. He said, well, I ain't going to make it. Oh, oh God. I couldn't believe it. He said, you know, he's not here. And, and of course, it was terminated, and it and it held, you know. He was in jail. He was Miami based wasn't he? Miami base? Huh? Was he Miami base? Yeah. Uh, The guy that got fired? No, he was in Atlanta. He might have been, but he was in Atlanta when this happened. Uh, Based in Atlanta, and he was in jail out there on drugs and got in a fight or something with some people, and they had a decorative sword on the wall, and he grabbed it and was scaring them. They called the cops, and he got arrested. And when they didn't show up this trip for about three weeks. And somebody called and said, he's been on sick leave. We, we should have let you know. And he wasn't. He was in jail. And that's how they they fired him. And it stuck. He he never flew for Eastern again. Bill Thompson was his name. Bill Thompson. And that Thompson. was my first termination. My first termination, you know, that I was a union rep. Yeah, yeah.
1: And he was a captain, huh?
3: No, he was a co-pilot, a was co-pilot. way junior to me. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. And, uh, okay. and Bill, Bob Holden was the chairman, and he had the determination of the guy that wouldn't wouldn't land a DC-9 with a woman that was dying. And flew all the way down to uh, Fort Lauderdale, and she was dead when they landed. And in the hunt club, everybody, nobody liked that captain. And all of the co-pilots were down on me because uh, Bob Holden was representing ALPA, and all the captains were down on me because I was re- representing Bill Thompson. They both him to get, get well, was them, that, uh, Johnny, to
1: get – Was that Johnny Adams Johnny on the Adams. DC line? Yeah.
3: Adam, right. Yeah. That happened about the same time of uh, yeah. Bill Thompson getting – and uh, we found out later, Paul said, that his mother called him a couple of years later, maybe three or four years later for some reason and told him that she thinks that he got in with the bad people and he just got concrete shoes in the Gulf of Mexico, and uh, yeah. he just disappeared. So so that was the end of him. But he used to have, wear a wig when he was flying. He'd wear this wig, and when he'd get on a layover, he'd take the wig off, and all his hair would fall down. And it just irritated the captains big time, and uh, he was always. Jim, in Jimmy,
1: was talking Jimmy about Crawford used to. Jimmy Crawford used yeah, to wear a wig yeah. too. You remember that?
3: Yeah. I, oh yeah, I know Jimmy Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I that, got all
1: yeah. kind of Jimmy Crawford
3: stories. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we no, do. And his Pete, and his brother, and him, Jimmy Crawford,
1: and Pete, his brother. Is, him, it, yeah. Pete, Pete. His
3: brother. yeah. Mm. Well, we'll talk yeah. about that
1: next show. All right. I'm gonna play this yeah, one. Well, and We're I, gonna sign out of here. I'm not going to play okay. all of this song, but see if you guys remember it.
3: Okay. A long,
7: long time ago, I can still remember how that music
1: I that song. used to make me song. <laughs> What's the name of it? <laughs> a long time
7: ago. Nope. long,
1: long time ago.
7: The day the music died. And maybe
0: nope. They'd be happy nope. For a while.
1: That's in the lyrics.
0: But February made me shiver With every paper I'd deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take
5: one more step I can't
0: remember if I cried when I
5: Bill Haley died.
0: His
1: bride.
3: Bill Haley?
1: Something when he died, Haley, the musician Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, here it is.
3: The
6: music, he died.
1: Now here's the side title. Bye. 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 Oh, yes. yeah.
2: American Pie with <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, the Big
2: Bopper and uh, P.J. Richardson and
1: Don <laughs> McLean wrote that song. Don McLean, one right? One of the longest songs of uh, on records.
3: Six yeah, minutes. 1958, Ooh, I bet. I was at six nine six minutes long, eight minutes youth. long. Yeah. Eight minutes long.
0: Here he is. Did you write the book of
4: love? Do you have faith in God
0: above? It's the Bible.
1: Yeah, that's the song, American Pie. Don McLean. Do you yeah, remember that, that, Mike?
2: Yeah, that was uh, the name of the bonanza that they crashed in.
1: It was yeah. called
2: American Pie. Yeah.
1: Now it was Bill Haley, wasn't it?
2: Uh, no, that was. It was. was, uh, was uh, but
1: Holiday. Buddy, Buddy, Holley,
2: uh, Buddy Holly, T.J. Richardson, the Big Bopper, right. and yeah. and Richie Valens.
1: Yeah. And the Bonanza. And it was uh, Holly's airplane, I believe, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, Buddy. it was. Uh, no, it was not, uh, it, it, you know, the guy that was flying the airplane, from what I can remember, was, took off into this lousy weather, and he wasn't even instrument yeah. rated. that's right.
1: And then, yeah, of course, that,
2: the obvious yeah. happened, and, you know.
1: Yeah. You know, Okay, well, it's about time to take it out of here. So we'll hear this Merle Haggard song, and uh, well, we'll see you see you next week, Mike. Three hours of no uh, There you go. Jim has already dropped off. He didn't want to hear all nine minutes or eight minutes of it. So <laughs> at any rate, hope you can join us next yeah, week when we yeah, once again, we'll once shot. upon a time. All right, see ya.
6: wearing They're taking you away and leaving me lonely Silver
4: wings
6: slowly fading out of sight
4: Don't
6: leave me, I cry Don't But you locked me out of your mind And left me standing here behind Silver wings Shiny, shiny, the
4: sunlight
6: Gloring
4: regions
6: Headed somewhere inside They're taking, taking to the you
2: away. Hey, leaving me away. What'd you say? What'd you say, Mike? I said a song you never get tired of hearing. So,
1: I don't uh,
2: I don't tire of it either. Just like that once in a long time.
6: he in an airplane. Yep. Yeah. Silver wings shining in the sunlight. Roaring in
4: jungle.
6: Richard, it's somewhere to fly. Yep. Absolutely. They're taking you away. Only silver wings, slowly fading out of sight, slowly fading out of
1: sight. Okay. Talk to you next okay, week. See you next Bye. week. Okay. Take care. Have a good one. Bye-bye.